But first up today, I want to add something to your late summer reading list. Uh, the Final Revival of Opal and Nev. It's the debut novel from writer Donnie Walton. It tells the story of an iconic rock duo, Opal, a Grace Jones-like musical powerhouse, and her stylish British partner and bandmate Nev, and the event that changed their lives one night in the mid-1970s. Walton, a former entertainment writer, used her own experiences to develop a shockingly realistic tale from the perspective of music journalist Sonny and her search to get to know her long-dead father, Opal and Nev's drummer, who was killed during a music festival before Sonny was born. I talked with Walton about the book and what inspired her to write about Opal and Sonny's life-changing friendship. Basically, the inspiration struck me first in, I think it was 2013, and um, I was at home watching a DVD of the film 20 Feet from Stardom. And at the very beginning of that film, there is footage from Talking Heads uh, concert film, Stop Making Sense. And um, there is this moment where you see David Byrne at center stage, you know, being that same David Byrne that we know and enjoy. And then you see to his left, there are these two black women. And those two women, uh, their names are Lynn Mabry and Edna Holt. And they fascinated me to a very like weird degree. Like I just loved watching them dancing and singing and watching their commitment to this very kind of strange music and I had this urge to drag one of them like put my hand in the screen and drag one of them to center stage with David Byrne and that's kind of how the idea sparked and I think more broadly I've always been you know very curious about music very interested in music come from a music loving family and when I was in my teenage years I was very into rock music uh, of the time. This was like alternative rock heyday, indie rock. And it was difficult for me though, because being a young black girl and not seeing a lot of representations of who I was in that music. Um, and so I wanted to kind of insert a character, you know, who's an amalgamation of many different women into that canon, into that, that story. Um, and I always describe Opal as the kind of rock star I would have loved to have pinned my bedroom wall when I was growing up. So let's get into the thick of this book. Opal and Nev are this glamorous rock star couple who were huge stars in the 1970s, uh, an iconic music duo. And their story forms the basis of the book, but it's told through the presence of the other main character, a black music journalist named Sunny. Tell me about Sunny. What was her role in the book? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think what's so interesting is that the Sunny character actually didn't develop until pretty late, uh, relatively in the, the writing process. Um, I had been writing it originally just as straight oral history interviews with Opal and Nev and all their associates. And when I went to graduate school, my classmates said, well, we think this is really cool, but we're just curious, who is everybody talking to? And it sort of allowed me to insert a, a character who was a journalist character. And then, of course, I began drawing on my own experiences as an entertainment journalist and kind of putting on that hat and thinking about, OK, what would make this feel complicated and interesting? And that was if the journalist had a very personal tie um, to Opal and Nev and how they rocketed to fame. And it just kind of started going from there. And I think, you know, just 
pulling from some experiences that I had. And um, I used to actually also work at Essence Magazine, which put on a huge music festival. And I always, that was one of my favorite parts of the job. So I kind of understood some of the behind the scenes stuff that happens in terms of how photography happens and how the VIP access happens and all of those things. So it was fun. And it also just, made me so grateful for my whole career that happened before this new one that I'm forging. And I felt like it really taught me so many things to get me ready to write this book. One, the form of the book itself is a journalistic form, oral history, um, but also to inform that character of Sunny who becomes quite pivotal to the story. I liked the idea of um, doing some mirroring between Sunny and Opal because with introducing Sunny, I was instantly introducing a 2016 timeline. And I thought, you know, at the time I was writing it, it was the 2016 election was unfolding. And I thought, you know, there was some, oh, there's some interesting opportunities here to kind of make some kind of commentary on political climates and the things that I saw that were sort of, you know, had some similarities. And I wanted to do the same things with the characters of Sunny and Opal in the sense that they're both kind of, you know, the only ones in, in the room often um, in their respective fields. And they often kind of face uh, a lot of things that um, other people would not face. Um, for Sunny, it's definitely microaggressions um, from some of the people who report to her, feeling like everyone is questioning her and critiquing her all the time and feeling a bit paranoid and defensive. And with Opal, it's like open aggression. aggression. <laughs> um, and uh, I just thought it was really interesting to kind of trace time in that way through character um, and to see, you know, what things may have changed, what things may have not changed and, and what things are kind of slowly bending towards some version of better. So Sunny, in her role as writer of this retrospective of Opal and Nev, has the chance to talk to them extensively. Uh, but Sunny, as well as having this personal connection to their story, also has so much fascination with Opal. How does she reconcile her lifelong uh, interest or admiration of this rock star uh, with the actual person she gets to know uh, as the book progresses? So first of all, I think with Sunny, she does have this, this lifelong admiration of Opal. She idolizes her, but it also is very taboo for her. She has, her family has a very complicated personal relationship with Opal. Um, and... I wanted that to be the case because one of the things I also wanted to explore in this book was how it feels to be a fan and when that person that you idolize disappoints you. I think um, a lot of us have, that's happened to a lot of, of people. I mean, when I was a teenager um, and I, I was, I, I loved the Smiths, you know, um, I was a huge fan of the Smiths and it's been a very <laughs> difficult kind of like 
coping with um, Morrissey lately. Um, and it is a very particular kind of heartbreak. Through music and through lyrics, you feel like you understand who um, a person is. And then when you realize that you maybe don't really know that person very much at all, um, is something that I, I definitely wanted to get at in the book. I think with, with Sunny, it's definitely a lot more complicated. And, you know, she does kind of have more of a relationship than just gazing at Opal from afar. But that's kind of like what I wanted to explore is that very particular kind of feeling that you have when you are really kind of in love and besotted with an artist and grappling with some of the things that they do or the decisions that they make. I don't want to give away any spoilers of the book, but the major event that the story unfolds around is in the 1970s timeline of Opal and Nev's heyday. They rocket to fame after a riot broke out at an outdoor festival they perform at. So it's based on a real-life event, uh, and that is the violence that broke out during a Rolling Stones concert at the Altamont Speedway in 1969. Uh, but in the book, there are some really hefty explorations of racism and racially-based violence. Can you go into what happens in the book and how that event changes the characters' lives? Sure. So it's not a spoiler to say because this is the very first sentence of the book, but the personal tie that Sunny has to Opal and Nev is that her father was the drummer for them at this concert. And uh, her father was having an affair with Opal at the time that um, Sunny's mother was pregnant with her. So sorry if this is getting confusing, um, but um, Jimmy the father is actually the, the person who's killed in the concert. And so, you know, Sonny never knows her father because he's killed before she's born. Uh, and it's something that her mother, you know, does not talk with her about this incident. And because it's complicated for her mother, you know, Jimmy was cheating, all of these things. And because this information is sort of kept from Sunny, she becomes extra fascinated in Opal and Nev. And she becomes, it, it becomes, as I said, a taboo kind of fascination. Um, and she almost feels like by getting to know more about Opal, she's also getting to know something about her father and hopefully something about herself. And so that is kind of you know, the, the thing that emerges from the personal standpoint to the characters, but on a larger scale, the, basically what happens is Opal is lodging a protest against the Southern rock band at the concerts, uh, who is waving or trying to go out on stage with a Confederate flag. And she lodges a protest against that flag that riles up the Southern rock bands fans and chaos ensues. And it becomes kind of this moment that comes to light again in 2015, 2016, in the wake of the new conversations about the Confederate flag in, in the era of the rise of Trump and all of this. And so Opal herself becomes a more relevant figure again. She's sort of resurrected via memes and gifts and all of these things. And there's an image specifically that comes out of the concert that sort of raises to like an iconic status and that photo begins showing up again. And so all of these things are kind of combining to make it the right moment for Sunny to, to write this book that she's been kind of low-key wanting to write for a very long time and now finally has 
the clout and the position to pursue it. We also have to talk about Obel's history before her fame. Uh, you've given her an upbringing in 1950s and 60s Detroit, a highly charged political and social time period in the city uh, during the civil rights era. Uh, talk about why you chose Detroit as her character's backdrop and what Opal's relationship to the city is. So I'm, I'm so glad you asked this question because I have two different reasons for why I have Opal being from Detroit. Um, one is um, the city's musical legacy. I mean, on one hand, of course, you have Motown, which was such um, a reflection of artistic excellence and also entrepreneurship and, and um, self-determination in the Black community of Detroit. You have that. And then you also have the punk legacy of Detroit. And I sort of imagine Opal and Nev to be predecessors of punk. Um, you have, of course, you know, um, the Stooges and MC5. And there's also um, a band called Death um, that was a kind of also a band of Black men, um, literal brothers and figurative brothers who were making punk music and were from Detroit. But the second reason is uh, a much more personal one. And that's because when I went to college, I went to an HBCU, Florida A&M. And the year that I entered, um, there was an influx of students from Detroit. And many of them are my friends today. And when they came in, I was so impressed by how ready for the world they were. Um, most of them graduated from Cass Tech and they just came to college like they came in hot. Like they, they were like so smart and so bold and so focused on whatever it is that they wanted to do. And I was sort of in awe of them because I was definitely more introverted and more shy. And I thought, oh, you know, there must, there must be something in the water there. And I was really hoping that you know, I would be able to go on book tour and actually go to Detroit because I've actually never been. But of course, we're in the pandemic, so that didn't happen. But hopefully for the paperback, I'll get to come and visit and check it out for myself. I read a comment recently, um, somebody put on a review of the book and I really liked it. And they said, there's a lot of love in the book and it's not necessarily romantic love, but it's about the love between friends and family. Um, and I thought that was really accurate for me. Um, the book for me is about the importance of community and defining your community and defining yourself within that community. Um, and so I, I really appreciated that reading and I, I hope that people come away with the love for these characters and imagine Sonny and Opal always having this bond um, after they kind of, you know, ride off into the night together. I won't, I won't say any more about the ending, <laughs> but, but yeah, that sense of community between, you know, those two characters and also between Opal and Virgil, who's her best friend and her stylist, um, the imagined Pearl today, just knowing all these characters who have a connection to each other, who are so different, but have that tie forever. Thank you.